This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Brian Melvin died after being infected with cholera from drinking water. He describes how his soul was separated from his body and taken to hell. While in hell, his demon guide showed him miles of cubes, most of them containing the souls of people suffering their own personal hell for their deeds during their life on earth. And as we were walking along, um, I realized that hell is just an enormous big place and there's many other parts to hell that I did not see. I just saw this place called the pit. And so it says, it's been granted to thee, follow me out to the middle of the road. So he walked out in the middle of the road and all these demons and creatures running around and I saw all these people in various stages of torment. And some of these demon creatures inside these cubes were going in at will. And they would be attacking people in various ways. But to the people, they look like other people or times in their lives or they look like demons. Whatever their worst nightmare was is basically what they were living. We walked along to another cube, looked inside of another individual that was there, and it reminded me of a, an old sailing ship. And um, this guy used to be a captain of the ship, and he was being flogged. Things that he did on this old sailing ship, but he did uh, he did it for pleasure for these people because it was his ship, and he liked to be mean to his, his crew, and it was being met it back to him. I noticed this, this being, this creature looking at me, it was in, in a cube at first, and the person who was looking at this particular, this creature, is one of those tall creatures with the round, with the faces that were, went around, but it was of a beautiful purplish color, in a way, kind of a beautiful creature, but hideous at the same time. And with its faces revolving around, very seductive, very, very flattering, very, very persuasive. It would try to plant thoughts in your mind, trying to tell you, why would such a good God allow people to suffer like this? I was trying to get me to curse God. I really don't know who the demon creature was. I know he had great power and authority. He either was a second in command or he could have been Satan himself. This one vortex was spinning and a lady that had just died in a car wreck came through and she was deposited right there. And I saw her as she arrived, and inside her cube, she saw it as the illusion of her grandmother's farm, that her grandparents' farm that she loved so well as when she was growing up. And her grandmother recently passed away too, so she got in this, this cube, and immediately she thought she was in heaven because there was her grandmother waiting there, welcoming her. The grandmother that was actually a demon that gave the illusion of being the grandmother said, Dear Pudding, you made it to heaven, I'm so glad you're here. And she really thought that she was in paradise. But there was a darker side to her. She would make her children be what she wanted. Her children wanted something else. She wanted them to be this. And if they didn't do it her way, it was the fist. It was verbal abuse. It was cutting down. So, as she sat down, I was watching it, and the tree's limbs just grabbed her. 
And then she realized she was not in paradise. And as we passed some cubes, there were people inside and they were trapped in flames. And it was like their skin was still intact, but they were burning. And there was this individual and he was playing pool. And this guy was a child serial killer, but he lived in the 1940s. And he, but he was in this pool hall playing this pool before the punishments would commence again. He thought he had a break. And then these people in there would torment him and come and run and just grab him and tear him up. And out of the sky, I could see this um, big, big demon coming down. It reminds me of a snake. He just gobbled him and swallowed him. Then all these other little demons came up and said, you know, that's no fair. We didn't have our chance with him yet. Regurgitated him back up. He was whole. I know this sounds really bizarre, but that's what happened. Then all the other little demons, little teeny things, about a foot, three foot tall, just jumped on him. And he was powerless. And they were beating and clawing him. And there was no rest for this guy whatsoever after that. It was constant torment. Everything that he ever done was, was being justly put back to came to a cube and I was looking at this and this was a woman. She was dressed in fine garb. She was a temple prostitute, basically what it was. And she was somebody who died in Corneth around 69 AD. For a price, she would have a, a, a newborn son. For some reason, their religion was some strange thing. When you have a newborn son, you can offer it to, into a statue and there's flames under the statue, you put the baby on the statue, and the, basically the baby would be cooked. And here she is in this temple, there was no let up to her torment. It was almost like all the little babies that she burned that were hers and other people's were tormenting her, mocking her, pouncing on her, just crawling and tearing her up. And she just screamed and I had to turn away and walk. There is a, an individual that um, she practiced the black dark craft. She was a witch. I just knew that she was a witch, but she died many, many, many hundreds of years ago. But she was trapped in a coffin, scratching, trying to get out. She couldn't get out. She was in, in that position for years and years and years and years, hundreds of years. And then finally, when she got it open, all the demons would pounce on her. And I walked on to another cube. We looked in this other cube on, the, on this row, and there was another lady and she believed that Mother Earth could save her. And then if she honored the trees and the rocks, and she was into this nature thing, and part of their religious practice that she would practice would be getting out in the fields and dancing around a fire with a bunch of other people doing the same. The people that she thought that she was with were actually demons, and they would come up to her and say, you did this, they pick up a stone. You say, the stone will save you here, and they smacked her with it. So she was standing there, and the demons reached down there and, and reached in her mouth, ripped out her tongue, and part of her thing says, you talk bad? Oh, the stones are not gonna save you. Nobody can save you. Then they ripped off her, just actually took her skin and just peeled it off. It was really slow and agonizing to shreds until nothing to the skeletons. Then they took the bones and broke the bones. And she felt everything. And then her body would come back together. The flesh would come back together. And she'd be whole again, and it would start all over again. A different scene would happen. And some of the cruelest people on Earth were in these. Um, you know, some people, I don't like to say names of people or anything like that. 
but I will, will, you know, this one particular individual is definitely there and everybody knows who, who, who it is, it's Adolf Hitler. Hitler was sitting in a cube, the cube was open, and it was just burning flames. He's just sitting there burning. And his flesh wasn't burning, and he had this hideous look on his face. And he was, as he was burning, the flesh would be rotting, and he was feeling every bit of it. It was almost like every oven of the gas, uh, of the concentration camps. All the tortures that went on there were being met back to him in one intense flaming bit of stoked up white hot heat that would rot his flesh away at the same time, make him ashes, come back. He was just being tormented like that. He was just, I remember having this weird look on his eyes. It was just angry, vicious anger. And we were walking in another segment of, of hell near the the back recesses of the wall, another segment of the deep dark pit. And we're coming to this one pit that was, there was one place, and this, the cube was open, and inside there, this demon was trying to get me to go inside this cube in what looked like a dentist chair. I'm not afraid of dentist at all, but this thing looked like a dentist chair to me, with all these hideous creatures in there trying to say, this is where you are going. And they want you in this, cube here and they were trying to get me in there and I didn't want to go and this part is very hard for me because you got to understand you are so scared this whole time you're there you're just saying Jesus Christ Jesus Christ Jesus Christ by that time I was probably saying Jesus Christ so fast Jesus Christ Jesus Christ so fast that it was a blur that's all I can say they wanted me in this cube and I was scared I didn't want to go in this thing and like I said, throughout the whole time, you felt a connection with somebody from above, the Lord. And then all of a sudden, you could feel something coming for you. I, I was so petrified, I couldn't distinguish what it was. You could feel the footsteps walking behind you and the ground thundering. And as it closer, whatever it was, was walking behind me. And I was too scared to turn away to see who it was because I didn't want these things to rush me and grab me. And all of a sudden, they started coming toward me, and then the presence got right behind me, and they all scattered. And that purplish, big, tall, demonic creature, the regal creature, kind of backed slightly away and kind of bowed and kind of walked out, just kind of slithered on into the, into the mist, into the darkness of hell. And the Lord was carrying me up. And I knew who it was, it was Jesus. He picked me up. <laughs> this is the part I remember though, so, so clearly. He just picked me up in his arms, and I could see the. Well, they crucified him. As he's holding me, his, his bones are pulled apart. He's saying, I. He pulled apart my bones. And he carried me. And kind of floated through the air and went through the, the center of the bottomless pit. I went straight up. I remember bits and pieces of being taken to a hospital and waking up in a hospital room and nurses poking me. And when I woke up out of this thing trying to breathe, I grabbed the doctor and said, I'm not in a cube, am I? <laughs> 
I better not be in a cube. And the doctor says, no, you're in a hospital. <laughs> and for me, I was no longer an atheist. <laughs> there was a God, there is a heaven, and there is a hell.